Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT Superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course... Taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. If anybody has a PS5, they can send me uh, like and, and have it like here in 24 hours. That'd be great. Please do that. Just throwing that out there. Just put it out really, in the world. I'm shooting my shot, Larson. I'm shooting my shot. Should have pre-ordered. Shooting my shot. All right. Good luck with that. You should have pre-ordered. I want to pre-order things. Uh, all right. So because like when you pre-order, it doesn't get there now. It, like shows up like, what was it, like people, the pre-orders like a month ago, two months ago, something like that. Yeah, that's the idea of the pre-order. You I order wanted it, it then. <laughs> it wasn't available then. You fool. <laughs> Talk about a fool. Johnny Gargano, John, lost John. his North American championship to Evolve star Leon Ruff. Was Leon Ruff in Evolve? Yeah, but he but Evolve doesn't exist anymore. He's NXT star now. There's like a huge Evolve invasion happening right now. Him. Well, it's him and Anthony Green and then August Kurt Gray. Stallion. Yeah. Kurt Stallion's on 205, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so that's kind of crazy. Um, but uh, so, yeah, uh, we've mentioned this before we started rolling here. Uh, you know, quite clearly, the the high point of the show was, in fact, uh, the surprise North American title win from Leon Ruff. The when, first 15 minutes of it. Yes. When John Gargano's John, uh, John, when his scheme to try to pick up an easy win by rigging his wheel uh, uh, went awry. And uh, Damian Priest malingered in the audience to cause a bit of a distraction. And Leon Ruff uh, got a really cool crucifix pin on uh, on J- John Gargano John. Uh, to win the North American Championship. Uh, so uh, that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming John's going to get his uh, a rematch and get this title mm-hmm. back. Or do you think they're just going to say, hey. This is a new guy. Sometimes, sometimes you know, wrestle uh, promotions will do this. They'll just toss the title on somebody and say, "Hey, we 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 have faith in this guy. Let's see if he can run with a bigger spotlight." Yeah, I've I've read a couple places and again this morning from various outlets that people are really like Leon Ruff. People really want to work with him. Mm, wow. Um. So maybe they'll they'll run with him as North American champ for a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. I mean, it was it was a shocking outcome. Uh, they really played up how uh, uh, what an underdog Leon Ruff was, what an upset his win was. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, that's John. You can't John. defend his title. Yeah. So uh, you know it's an upset to a degree. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know where they go from here. It's a situation where John makes it. John makes it a point to go after that belt and get it back. 
John. Probably only to eventually lose it to Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. We also found out the uh, fairly obvious and uh, oh, totally yeah. kayfabed. Uh, 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 we, we got the reveal of the Scream character. Mm-hmm. As we had figured, it was Indy Hartwell. However, I mean, once Scream showed up, uh, clearly it was not the person who was Scream previously, which was a dude. And in this case, it was Woman Scream. Uh, well, I mean, it seemed like in that Halloween Havoc, whoever helped Johnny seemed like, yes, that was a dude. Uh, as far as the ladder match, the main event, that could have been Indy. Mm, I don't know, man. I, I remember. Oh, wait, no, she wasn't, she wasn't cleared to be on the show. That's right. So it wasn't Indy. And I mean, just from the body type, when the, the person who came out to help Candace, like you could clearly see it was not Indy mm-hmm. Hartwell. Um, so. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if they're going to continue to see if, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to, if they're going to maybe have another screen person or if this is going to, I hope this is going to be it. And it's yeah, just like, too. we'll have to accept that clearly it was a guy under the scream thing before. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so there was that reveal. I thought it was kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of glad they're done with it because like the scream thing is just kind of goofy. Yeah. Um, and you don't want that to drag out. Like if this was main roster, that would have dragged out for like three months and then Scream would have just disappeared. You'd never know yeah. who yeah. it was. Or they take off the mask and it's another Scream mask underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, otherwise, I think you and I can both agree. We talked about it a little bit beforehand. Uh, NXT is a bit lacking in the... St- they're, they're A, lacking in star power and B, not using the stars that they have to their fullest extent. Like we're yes. still getting like, you know, last night, Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley... Uh, two of their biggest stars um, were sort of relegated to a prime target thing. Which even that was kind of that was underwhelming. underwhelming. Yeah, I like that Rhea Ripley totally admitted. She's like, yeah, I expected to be out there in front of 80,000 people and what we got sucked. Yeah, <laughs> you know? basically. No yeah. passion, no emotion, yeah. no energy. I lost. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah they're, they're, especially with Finn on the shelf because of injury. Mm-hmm. Say what you will about carrying cross as a wrestler, as a a presence, he has a lot of gravitas. Um, you know, his entrance is a million bucks. That's the superstar entrance right there. He's good on the mic, wrestling ability, whatever, but it, he checks all the other boxes. At least he exudes the aura of star. Uh, uh, Adam Cole hasn't been on for a few weeks. Uh, it, it definitely feels like the main event scene is a bit depleted at the moment. And just like the storylines in general, I don't feel like are that engrossing. The wrestling's good. I got no quibble about the quality of the wrestling. I just don't feel like there's a story that I'm really invested in to the degree of, granted, this is a a high bar, but it's within the same umbrella. They're all WWE properties, like like the the Roman Reigns thing. I'm invested in that. I want to see how it plays out to the end, you know? Um, even something on Raw, like they've managed to still have some uh, mileage left in this Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre thing, which I thought was done after Hell in a Cell. Lo and behold, it still has legs. You had the fiend to it, especially. Yeah, and it's a I'm whole still interested to see where it goes. I don't. I can't think of a storyline in NXT right now. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see where this goes. I think like this. So it's funny. I'm I'm going to use a, a debunked economic term for you. Trickle down economics. Oh, you know, that one touches the nerve with me. Oftentimes 
Yeah, a lot of things touch a nerve with you. <laughs> Oftentimes in wrestling, you have sort of trickle-down stories. If your main event scene is really, really hot, then it tend like you you tend to be like the creative team in general tends to be on a roll. And so you see that I don't think it trickled down. It trickles down. But I think that when the creative team is hot and they have something really good on top, you see that reflected in the rest of the show. Usually like the best takeovers are the ones who have the best main event scenes and it's bolstered by a really good mm-hmm. rest of the show. Usually usually when the creative team is hot, the entire show's hot. It's it's rare that you have like one thing that's really good. And then, like, everything else is crap. Well, right now, if their A story is Pat McAfee and his group, it's not great. Mm-mm. It really isn't. They're showing up when there is a lack of star power. And so, them being there, it just feels like they're walking into an empty building. They haven't tried to attack Damian Priest. Or no. they haven't interacted with Champa. I mean, their main their main uh, nemesis right now is Drake Maverick. Yeah, and so they really don't pose much of a threat. And you brought this up, and I agree with you. Pete Dunn really doesn't seem like his character so doesn't fit with a guy like Pat McAfee. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Pat McAfee is fine. Like he's he's got personality. I don't view him as much more than a clown, though. And I think he sort of makes Dunn and the other two guys look like less strong, less intimidating because he's just sort of a clown. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, he's like, you know, just a mainstream version of Robert Stone brand as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, and, and, And honestly, I would have preferred Robert Stone brand to come back with like some super like 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 Robert Stonebrand actually gets the shit together and he hires a couple of great names and he puts that together because I know Robert Stonebrand isn't there for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally see what you're saying. I mean, I like the uh, I, I do think that they have they have something with uh, the Shotzi Candice LeRae stuff. Uh, I mean, the thing about Shotzi and the tank is that to a lot of people, they see, oh, it's just her silly tank. But you know, on whether it's social media, she mentioned this, I think about her helmet Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. it legitimately got stolen with her car, how much it meant to her. And so I, the tank stuff I actually really like. And I think that her versus Candace is going to end up being really, really good. Um, yeah, I mean, beyond that, I mean, there's some good matches, but, uh, I mean, to say there's not entertaining bits because there's strong enough performers across the board in NXT that, mm -hmm. you know, they can take middle of the road creative and make it fun. Yeah. I think the Gargano stuff, like you said, clearly was the best stuff. And I'll be honest with you. I kind of feel like that should have been. I know that should have been the main event. Um, I understand that you needed the aftermath to really sell it. Or, I mean, you could have just opened up NXT next week with that because that's a hell of a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, so, yeah, we can just get right into it and we'll go along. Um, Sure. It opened up with uh, John in John in the ring. He's got wheel. He's very happy about wheel. He was wheel actually of challengers. He was really funny with the wheel. Uh, he was saying, uh, you know, don't 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 talk bad about wheel. Uh, he's talked about having bad luck with his title defenses. He called it a curse. But with the help of wheel, we're going to reverse the curse with one spin. He'll show that where there's a wheel, there's a way. Uh, 
<laughs> and uh, and then he spins the wheel, and the very rigged wheel, which had a written-in Leon Ruff, and it, he was uh, uh, surrounded by the names Damian Priest and Tommaso Ciampa, which are competitors that we all want to see, and it yeah. goes back and forth and back and forth, and clearly just it's just meant to go on Leon Ruff, and he admits as such later. Yeah. Uh, so that brings out Leon Ruff for his match. Yeah. Uh, of course, Leon Ruff sort of dazzles with his uh, really, really insane athletics, but, you know, Johnny Gargano is Johnny Gargano. John. He's, a, he's able to counter pretty easily. But then uh, Damian Priest shows up in the crowd, uh, distracting John, uh, John. And then Leon shocks him with a crucifix pin in the win. And we have ourselves a new North American champion who, yeah. uh, who I wonder if I know it was it was a personality moment. There was a little bit of obviously, you know, he's too thin. Uh, at that point to carry the title around his waist because he puts his hands up and it falls to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they later replicate that picture on social media with Triple H is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty uh, funny. And so Damien Priest, you know, helps him put it on. Damien Priest is obviously pretty happy about it. Uh, and, uh, and, and Leon sort of stumbles his way backstage. I hope they don't sort of turn him into a hapless comedy guy. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see what a new face can do with the North American title. Um, it's something different. Uh, it's something NXT hasn't done yet, uh, but you know we'll see how long that really lasts. Something tells yeah. me it's going to land on Johnny Gargano again John. And, and get its way to David Priest. Um, so after the match, uh, 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 we've got uh, backstage. Regal is congratulating uh, uh, Leon Ruff. Damian Priest is back there, and it was so funny because Damian Priest, in his sh- most shoot voice which is a, a couple, I don't know, what would it be, octaves yeah. uh, higher than... But still than, pretty deep. It's still pretty deep, but yeah, he was saying, listen, congratulations, this is great. You need to get out of here. Here's my black challenge. Here's the keys to my black challenger. Get out of here because Gargano's about to be out here and he's going to be pissed. So Leon yeah. Ruff runs away. Sure yeah. enough, John comes through. John. He's pissed. He's blaming Priest for the lost. Yeah, uh, for the loss. He's like, "Who's whose great idea was this? Who's ready?" And they're like, "It was your idea, Johnny." And, and the whole time, Priest is calling him an idiot, a mm-hmm. moron. Yeah. Um. Uh, and, Gar- and Regal comes in. He's like, "I implore you to 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 do to do your job. This wasn't my idea. Uh. Yeah. You, you, you got to overturn this." And Damian Priest is like, "No, it's your idea, idiot. Go watch. Go home and watch some Wheel of Fortune." <laughs> yeah, I really, I really like this. I really like Priest here. I liked everybody here. I thought this was really yeah. good. Yeah. Highlight of the show. After that, we had a cruiserweight title match between Santos Escobar and Jake Atlas. Early in the day, there was a brief bit uh, where Atlas shows up at the Performance Center. Um, he says he's six of the numbers game, and so he runs up with uh, Legado del Fantasma, uh, hits Joaquin Wilde with, with, a, with a steel pipe. Uh, and then brings us to the match. Some good back and forth. Uh, Santos Escobar uh, was uh, dominating early. Working over Atlas's neck, upper back. Um, finish though saw uh, Atlas go for his finish, the uh, the the cartwheel, DDT off the rope. Santos catches him, hits his finish for the win. Um, we had some uh, shenanigans from Legato trying to get involved. Atlas kind of took him out of the equation for the most part, fairly um, easily, and they looked incredibly hapless. I remember like, there was a point where they seemed like you could put the tag titles on. Yeah, I know. That disappeared pretty quickly. Um, yeah. yeah, Legato del Fantasma was kind of like a really big thing. I thought they were going to be kind of booked a bit stronger than all this. 
Um, but I mean, evidently they've been on two. They're they're a heavy two hundred five team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought so, they might be kind of like the Imperium of of the cruiserweight division. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah At least yeah. on NXT, it hasn't really played out that way. Not really. Yeah, they were hot for a second and they sort of fell off. Um, After that, we have uh, Dexter Loomis backstage. He's drawn a picture of Zombie Ref and Cameron Grimes running away from the Zombie Ref, and there's a couple people you know, kind of circled around. Uh, pretty impressed by Dexter Loomis is obviously prestigious uh, art skills. Yeah, like, man, he's pretty he's, good. He's pretty he's really good, good cartoonisting and, and, and doing with doing caricatures. This is at least the second time though uh, Dexter Loomis's story has uh, revolved around one of his pieces of art. Won't be the last. No, Won't it's not. It's going to be pretty much the the primary motivator for any of his feuds. This I feel the, like while he's in NXT, this is the big issue with him is they don't really know how to. Is it a thing where Triple H is so tickled with his art skills? And it's like, here, I want you to draw this. All right, now Timothy Thatcher is going to toss somebody through it, and you're upset about it. At some point, is Triple H just going to embrace his inner Vince and just go with not what makes sense logically, but what what tickles him? Is that the lesson he's going to learn from his father-in-law? Is that uh, you, you roll with just whatever tickles your fancy? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, there's got to be some of it, but. Yeah, dude, they they need to they need to really they need to sit down and around the pool uh, and uh, figure out Dexter Loomis because he's got everything. They just need to like give him make him an actual human being uh, instead of like two weird things, which is serial killer and caricature artist. Well, here's the thing: either he's a multifaceted human being or make him an uh, unstoppable serial killer. One or the two. One of the two. Yeah, but you need to, even if he's an unstoppable. So you got you, you need dimension, obviously, dimension obviously. There. But I mean, I just feel like if you're going to have a multi-layer, fully fleshed out character, it's mm-hmm. harder to pull to to, to kind of have the subtext that he's a murderer too. Yeah. Whereas if you have subtext, <laughs> he's a murderer primary, and then add layers to it, it's got to be one or the other. You can't just have the middle ground where he, maybe he's a serial killer, but also he's a really accomplished artist. Yeah. It's 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 odd to say the least. Uh, after that, we have <clears throat> a video where Shotzi's talking about uh, her tank and Candice LeRae running over her tank, uh, and she punctuates it by saying, "Well, you know, she she talks about how personal that was and what the tank meant to her, mm-hmm. and how's a shout out to people in her family and people that are close to her that have been in the military or in the military." Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, they you know they tie that into to you know uh, what are we at Memorial Day. Veterans, Veterans Day. Day. Veterans, Veterans Day. Day. Yeah, Yesterday was Veterans Day. Uh, and so she says, she punctuates by saying, I'm not looking for revenge or payback. I'm just looking to kick Candace's ass. Yeah. Uh, after that, Raquel Gonzalez comes to the ring. She's looking to fight Zia Lee because that was supposed to be a thing. And instead, she gets Boa and he says uh, she's not going to be there. Uh, and so instead, Raquel just kicks the living shit out of Boa. Yeah. Uh, and then like yeah. some red lights come down or happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, an old man emerges. And Boa cowers in fear of this old mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the old-timer hands Boa a letter and grabs the top of his hand here. And he puts, like, a symbol on his hand with, like, charcoal. Yeah. And, uh, and, he, and, and he gives him a letter. Uh, now, Larson Power Rank, what is this letter? My number one is a Waffle House menu. Uh, shoot, where is it? Someone tweeted at us what that symbol was now oh, i can't find it that's really nice was it me that are going in raw one let me check that i don't recall seeing yes that. uh nick a white brownie says the symbol power. on boa's hand means power wow what did you read of boa's reaction it looked like relief 
I think. Like, he seemed to be cowering in fear, but once the man put the thing on his hand, gave him the letter, and then walked away, mm-hmm. he seemed to be... A bit more at ease. At ease, but also, like, genuflecting a bit, you know? Like, sort yeah. of... Yeah. You know. Yeah, so, I'm not sure what to make of it. Yeah. Yeah, not sure. Uh, so, after that, we had a an August Gray interview. Which uh, uh, the Mackenzie asked, why did you attack Thatcher? And before he could really answer, he's attacked by Thatcher, who puts by him Thatcher. in a chokehold. And then uh, he throws him into Dexter Loomis's art. He gets pissed, and Thatcher says, uh, I've got no problem with you. Uh, after that, we have Tony Storm versus Candace LeRae. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yeah, I uh, got a picture-in-picture Candace promo. Uh, she was pretty pleased with herself after breaking Shotzi's tank. Uh, it's her way of saying, you get in her way, she'll run you over. Um. This was a fun match. Um, finish saw, uh, uh, where is it here? So uh, Tony has the upper hand. Candace kind of tosses her in the turnbuckle and then rolls up Tony with her feet on the ropes to get the win. And that was kind of like the thing in this match because earlier on, um, gosh, I can't remember exactly what it was, where Tony had the upper hand and Candace kind of cut corner to gain the advantage. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and I believe at least one point commentary says something along the lines of, well, you'd be interested to see what Candace could do if she didn't feel the need to cheat, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite part of, well, it was a good match. It was a good match. But uh, Vic making the joke about the Garganos having a rough night. Oh, yeah. And, and Wade getting on him about it. 
Yeah. And he says, you kid, it was the second time he made this joke. And then Victor says to Beth, Beth, did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> it was it's reminding me of Energy Vampire. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I was cracking up. It was pretty funny. Uh, so after the match, uh, Tony's upset that Candice, che- Candice cheated to win. Uh, started beating her up. Scream character comes out. They both lay into Tony. Shotzi comes out, try to make the save. She goes after Candace at first, turns around, gives Scream character a boot, uh, goes back to Candace. Scream character boots Shotzi, uh, helps Candace do her stomp thing, and and, re- and Scream character reveals herself as Indy Hartwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have a, a short backstage interview with Breezango. They're upset. They're not goofing around. It's all business. All business tonight. They want their tag titles back. Um, after that, we had uh, Timothy Thatcher versus Dexter Loomis. Uh, really, really terrific match, which ended with Cameron Grimes sort of distracting on the apron to let Thatch get like a submission and then a pin on Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the match, uh, Grimes attacks Loomis, gets the upper hand, then Grimes... Puts a burlap sack on Loomis's head. Is that a burlap sack? I love I love Wade Barrett. His voice Wade Barrett is, is good. Great. I, know. I know. Is that yeah. a burlap sack? That uh, it looked like if 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 uh, Loomis had just like moved his head suddenly in any direction, that burlap sack would just come flying off. Did you, you know? catch? Uh, did you catch? So then they're down. Uh, they're down near the barricade. And uh, Cameron Crime starts beating up Dexter Loomis, and then just clear as day, he says, "Jeremy." And then Dexter Loomis gets a chair from behind the barricade. <laughs> Swings and he misses. Grimes puts him on the chair, hits a cave-in on the chair. Chair me. <laughs> uh, it was really good. I cracked up, though, because I noticed that he, you know, he's very, very uh, flamboyant, I guess, with his speech. I said, come on, man. Come on. Let's do it. Jeremy, come on. Come on. And I was like, whoa, what was that? I remember I was like, Lace, get over here. And I explained to her, look, he's calling the spot. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. It's like he channeled Damian Priest for a second. Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have an interview. Uh, Johnny Gargano is waiting outside Regal's office. Says he wants to talk to Regal calmly about what happened tonight. Regal steps out of the office, and then Gargano starts to make the case that the decision of the match tonight should be reversed. And Regal's like, there's no reason why. And that's when Gargano's like, yes, I fixed the wheel, so it would come up, it'd come up, uh, uh, up uh, with Leon Ruff. It was a goof. It was a joke. Was a I'm goof. still a North American champ. And Regal's like, no decision stands. Ruff's North American champion and slams the door in Gargano's face. This was really good. I, I, Johnny Gargano is doing some really, really entertaining stuff. He he's sort of good work. He's sort of carrying NXT right now. Kind of. Uh, so uh, after on that, the one side guy of that is this Tommaso <laughs> Ciampa promo. Man. One guy who's not carrying NXT. Who, Tommaso Champ again, a top name, a top name who could be doing a top level story right now. And they ain't doing anything with him. Nothing. 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 Maybe, like, dude, I don't know. Maybe a hey, maybe next week Finn will come out and say, you know, me jaws busted. And uh just they'll have that night, next week, fatal four way. No, they'll save that for December second. Yeah, December second. Yeah. Well, I'm going to um, three weeks. So it's again, it's, it's him complaining about everybody in the locker room's a tough guy now, huh? But they don't get there by uh, uh, like earning it. They go and they complain and they get rewarded. Look, actions with no consequence. It's the least involving thing that like Tommaso Ciampa could possibly be doing. And he's got that weird superhero thing and it's got like metallic ink this week. 
This is like this is like a John Cena promo from like five years ago. That's what that is. You know, everybody yeah. in everybody in the locker room says the same thing. They all don't get opportunities. I mean, it's a, it's, it's 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 a slightly say, different premise than the John say, Cena. Was this, thing. Was it say on my back of my shirt? Earn it, you know? Yeah. It, yes. Exactly. Like Trump is just missing the T-shirt slogan. Yeah. And he just it just culminates in him saying, "2020 locker room culture is going to change, and I am that change." But it's like they should be doing so much more with Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. So much more. I mean, this still this feels like senioritis at this point. He feels like the guy who got held behind a year. And is resentful of it, and is going to take it out on everybody else. Eventually, he's just going to be Matthew McConaughey, you know, hanging out outside uh, the uh, uh, Capitol Wrestling Center. All right, all right, all right. Uh, new, that, new evolve signees. Um, <laughs> evolves no more though. Uh, we had the Io Shirai Rhea Ripley Prime Target again, fine, and kind of telling the backstory of of. Uh, their kind of parallel journeys to the to their match next week, but even as far as is prime targets go, it was kind of middle of the road because some of these prime targets have been really good. Yeah, I know, I know. Usually they're pretty decent, but uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, after that, uh, Pat McAfee, yeah, the 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 brand or do it for the brand or the Kings of NXT, Kings whatever of NXT, they're called. I don't know what they're called. They need a the, name for them. the 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 greatest four man group in the history of pro wrestling is that their name. That's not going to work. That doesn't look good on a shirt. Um, yeah, because he has to do it for the brand, but that's his thing. That's his thing, I think, yeah. or it's yeah, a puncher's so. thing. Um, so you got, I mean, yeah, but they don't on the Tron. That doesn't say Kings of NXT. I was like, no, oh, that's, a, that's a good. Thing. It just says Pat. <laughs> it just says Pat McAfee. It's yeah, it's 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 not great. So he comes out, he puts over Pete Dunn. Says they're the greatest. He keeps on saying they're the greatest four man group in in wrestling history, and I just I can't help but thinking this just doesn't seem none of it fits right. None of it just makes any sense. Um, so Cameron Grimes, uh, they're out there about to get Prezango versus Lorkin, Lorkin and Birch, but before in between the promo and then that match, we have a Cameron Grimes interview where he just says he covered Loomis's head so he doesn't have to see his dark creepy eyes. So somebody in chat mentioned this. A moment ago, is this just going to be a blindfold match? Blindfold match. I hope so. If anybody in WWE should do a blindfold match, it's Cameron Grimes. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's funny because, like, you know, we mentioned these names, Cameron Grimes, Tommaso Ciampa, you know, Damian Priest is there, and, and he's doing good stuff with with, with uh, Gargano. Mm-hmm. Even, even Thatcher. Like, why is Thatcher mixing up with an Evolve guy? Yeah, I know. Like he shouldn't be putting over, or he's not gonna. I mean, he's gonna come out of this on top so that he can have a takeover match and lose against somebody better mm-hmm. or somebody a bigger name. But like, mm-hmm. he should be mixing up with like Champa right now. That's a feud I'd like to see. I know two grumpy over, old over men over something meaty though. Over something meaty. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, something good. You know. Uh, also, Finn Balor. How great be would it be? How great week, would but... it be? And I don't know if you'd consider this meaty at all. How great would it be if he has three of those Thatcher Thatch can live sessions? And then in the next one, he calls for his latest, you know, uh, victim or student or whatever you want to call it. And Champa comes out. Like, Champa is like the guy who's like the ultimate, the guy who should be teaching this stuff. Well, here's the thing. This is one thing that he said during his promo. Like, he trained with Killer Kowalski and Harley Race, and they were the toughest guys in the room. And here's the thing. They never took liberties with mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. You just knew it. 
It like writes itself, man. Dude, maybe this is maybe that maybe you figure it out. Maybe that's where this is going. Maybe, maybe. But then everything else about how, you know, the culture in the locker room, blah blah blah. Like Timothy Thatcher's been around for a long time. He's been around you for know, a long time, and he's, he's not like some young kid. And yeah. he's out there showing that he's a tough guy. Yeah, he's not some young kid coming in there and running his mouth and expecting to get everything they want. You know, like I feel like Austin, like it's going to be Austin Theory and Champa. You know? Yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't. Nobody wants to see that. I don't want to see, see that. that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Anyways, Finn Balor, he's going to be there next week. Uh, this match was fun. Uh, it, it was it was pretty chaotic to start. A bunch of brawl on ringside. Breeze Angle gets the early advantage. Uh, that is until uh, Lorcan lays out Fain, Fandango on the floor. Breeze super kicks him, tosses Burchin to Pat McAfee on commentary, and the ref just is trying his best to hold back Pete Dunn from getting involved. That's the one thing I do like about Pete Dunn now. He's just waiting for a, a reason to snap on anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when yeah. Pete Dunn gets violent, he's great. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Breeze's ankle seemingly has the upper hand. I think it's Oni. You don't really see who grabs Breeze's ankle. You just see someone grab his ankle, so I'm assuming it's Oni. Uh, mm-hmm. Distracts him. This allows Birch to get the upper hand. Eventually, uh, Fandango gets a hot tag. Um, he goes up top, uh, and then uh, uh, Oni crotches him on the top turnbuckle. They're brawling up there. Uh, Fandango looks to do a sunset flip powerbomb. Uh, Pat McAfee distracts the ref, and while he's doing that, Drake Maverick runs out, hits Oni Lurkin with an insigiri, takes out Pat with a cannonball off the apron. This allows uh, Fandango to hit the top rope leg drop. Oni kicks out, though. So Pete Dunn runs around, lays out Drake Maverick. He picks up Pat McAfee and throws him in the ring. Yeah. And so the ref comes over to deal with that. Meanwhile, uh, Pete Dunn decks Tyler uh, Breeze, knocking him off the apron. Birch tags himself in, headbutts uh, Fandango. Oni and Birch hit their finish for the win, and then uh, Pat McAfee's crew uh, proceed just to destroy everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Drake Maverick comes out and attacks during the celebration. Then Brizango attacks, but they can't handle these guys. I thought, and I forgot that Killian Dane probably has like brain damage at this point, so he's, he wasn't going to come out to make the save. Yeah, he wasn't medically cleared because and he that, got a yeah. car door slammed on his head. <laughs> yeah. You would have thought that maybe wouldn't have, he wouldn't have come out like a giant bandage with like a bunch of blood stain. That's true. It. Yeah. Because it's Killian Dane. This, like, who's going to not, who's going to, you know. If this were W, Steve W, that definitely would have happened. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then he would have had like a proper lobotomy. <laughs> um, so anyways, there's your NXT. I have a thread up here on the Patreon. You want to open some mail first? Oh, bro? yes. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. So let's, I'm going to go over here to the mail station. I'll be right back, Larson. All right, go to the mail station. Why don't you? Hello. Can I, I'd like to pick up my mail, please. Here's your mail, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I have uh, two uh, parcels for you today. <laughs> I need to get like a, somebody in here to do the camera. Oh, let's all go to the mail station, boys and girls. Let's nice. all go to the mailbox. So this one is to you and me. Cool. But it's from the WWE shop market marketplace. I'm assuming it's the one from Dylan. I'm assuming that. Hopefully Dylan is around somewhere. <laughs> Alex C says, you got two parcels and 300,000 late votes here. <laughs> <laughs> they all came to us. It doesn't say. Yeah, I know. I don't think it says on the receipt. So sometimes they. Oh wait, hold on. Maybe sometimes it says it on the packing thing. Uh, 
This is the one that's been in your car forever, right? Uh, it's been in there for both of these. Have been in there for uh, since last week or whatever. All right, but yeah, I mean, this should be Dylan. This is rad. This is awesome. I'm really excited what about this. What is it? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, you now have yourself a Damien Priest T-shirt. Oh, cool. Archer of Infamy, and I've cool. got my Dexter Loomis shirt. Oh, there you go. Thank you very much. Incredible. I, we're assuming this is from Dylan. Yes, uh, I think but it, I'm assuming so. If it's somebody else, please then, uh, let us know, and then Dylan yeah, got to figure out what happened and stuff. And then we also have one from Eric V, who we've seen cool. a lot of in the chat these days. Yeah, this is sort of a big one, so bear with me a moment. Uh, while you do that, we got a, a sub from Always Bitching. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Holy crap! Hmm. What? Oh, is that another belt? Look at that. We got a tag. We got the old tag team title from WWE. Oh, that's cool. Look at that. That's such that's a great looking so title. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Eric. There's a letter here. Oh, okay. Steven Larson, thanks, friendos, to my virtual tag team partner, getting through COVID. Cheers, Eric V. Thank you very much, Thank you Eric. so much, man. Thank you. That thank is you. Thank you. super cool, man. Very <laughs> cool. Alex said, is it a PS5? No, but this is awesome. This is great. We'll have to figure out some reason to to put this on the line now. Yes. 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 Uh, you want to answer some questions now, yeah? Because I want to be like Ultimo Dragon. Have all the builds. All the titles. Like have 14 titles. Up like this, yeah. That's tight. Uh, uh, Shane's yeah, birthday tweet has a question here. The same way Raw and SmackDown guys can go to NXT to get a fresh start, NXT guys should be doing the same thing and go to SmackDown and Raw. When do they try to do a fresh start with someone from NXT? They always bungle it, I feel like. Oh, you mean like, uh, wait, what, like in what? Give me an example. Well, I mean, I know Bob Reed wasn't necessarily called up to main roster for a fresh start, but they said, all right, we're not going to do anything that you did in NXT, and it, and it, it was no good. Yeah. Um, yeah, sending people so. from so sending people from NXT to main roster for a fresh start. Well, that's just a call up. Mm-hmm. That's just a call up. And those I feel can like go, that's a call up and just not doing what they did in NXT. Those can go. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're talking about a clean slate, um, are there any other like what's the what's the other closest example to a person who went Well, like the Ascension got called up and they did that whole gimmick where they were just talk trash about older tag teams. I don't believe that's what they were doing at NXT. Well, okay, here's the thing, though, about the Ascension, is that it actually kind of fit because their competition on in NXT was awful. Mm -hmm. So it actually kind of makes sense that they would come with a huge head, with, like, a big ego, talk all sorts of shit, and then eat shit. You know what I mean? Like, and then just be well, terrible. It, it does. It actually kind of seemed like it was it was a through line, but I know what you mean. It doesn't fit with what, yeah. Well, it doesn't also fit if the, the goal is establishing new talent, you know? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just, it was an unintended through line for the Ascension, I think. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, what's another, it was like another, well, Elias wasn't really a clean slate. No, no, he was pretty much doing the same thing he was in NXT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of somebody who went up to main roster. Well, well I mean, the, the retribution. Drew McIntyre. He was top babyface in NXT, got mm -hmm. called up, and he was monster heel. He was he was like heater, bad guy heater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, they reference him being NXT champion. 
But you're right. Like his personality had changed. Yeah, it was completely different. Oh, ratings are in, Larson. Oh, what do we got? AEW, 764,000. 17th in the demo. Wow. NXT, 2 million first in the demo. That's insane. NXT, 632. uh, 56th in the demo. Oof. Yeah. Alex C. says, the brand kings feel like fortune levels of zero chemistry. There's zero. Like, it even feels like Lorcan and Birch don't have chemistry anymore. I know. Because what they had was very natural. You know, it may not have been much in terms of like mic skills because they never talked. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, now, like literally at the end, uh, Oni Lorcan was just repeating everything that Pat McAfee was saying. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Moses supposes, who would you like to see the see take the tag titles off Oni and Birch? Uh, the Rascals, if they end up signing with NXT. Ever rise. Oh, there you go. Uh, Rich, it'll probably it'll probably be Drake Maverick and Killian Dane though. Uh, yeah, Rich the uh, asks what personal items of Candace's should Shotzi destroy? Candace really hasn't uh, shown. Well, I mean, she should get like a real tank and crush the Hummer. There you go. The well, Shotzi had that one real tank in that one promo she did mm-hmm, shortly yeah. after her debut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet. What other gimmick matches do you think Grimes could pull off? Oh, like anything. Um, trying to think of like some of the goofier gimmick matches out there. Blindfold match is is pretty much top goofy. Yeah, it it really is. Yeah. Um, I mean, what they need to do is, uh, like a, what the, what's the one with the leather street or tied to the guy with the leather strap? Oh, like a strap match. A strap match. Yeah. 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 Uh, Christian Womble, will NXT actually do anything with Leon Ruff and Austin Gray? I mean, they put the North American title on Leon Ruff. Yeah. He says, between them and Indy Hartwell and Shotzi, it seems like NXT is going towards talent that are less established, and I think that's a good thing. Is this sustainable? So there's, I mean, on one hand, it, yeah, the, the developmental aspect of NXT is really showing right now because of a lack mm-hmm. of top talent. Usually, if you blend the two, it's sort of seamless. Like it's like, okay, well you have the big players, but then you can also develop people along the way. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I had heard rumors for like a while of, and I honestly, I forget if they were from more reputable sources or not. I, I thought Fightful had something a while ago about the potential of NXT doing a network specific show that would focus on like mm. evolve, you know, mm-hmm. alumni from Evolve and mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. people that they're bringing in. So it'd be like NXT is NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I don't know if that's in the plans or not, but I wonder if they're sort of doing this to have names to take over there, like established names to take over there for that if they do could do be. that. It could be. It could be. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. The Pat McAfee reminds me of Shane on SmackDown and Pete Dunn is Drew McIntyre. That's comparable in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see here. Uh, James Fletcher, why do you think they keep Gargano, Candice, Champa, Dream, etc. in NXT since they've all pretty much done all they can do? I expected to be them to be on main months ago. So I, I disagree with Gargano and Candice. I think they're still fresh. I think they're like at their peak right now, to be honest with you. Um, Dream, I don't know. I have no idea. You can take some guesses based on what people, including Triple H, have said about him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so Dream, I, you can kind of figure maybe why. He wasn't even on NXT this week. I don't know when we're going to see him again. Champ is a guy who I think has I, – I, I don't know why they don't have a story for him. Maybe the injury situation to the top threw everything out of whack for him, and they're Could just be. sort of trying to keep him – on screens while yeah. they figure out what to do. Yeah, that could that's entirely possible. Uh, Anthony, Steve, top five wrestlers you want interviewed uh, by the new greatest interviewer ever, Lita Paldrake. I haven't had a chance to watch that video yet. <laughs> that's floating around Twitter. <laughs> so it's it's um, I I have no idea if this is where he got the inspiration for it, but imagine between two ferns. Yeah, but like legit and yeah. with people of the seventies. Yeah, it's out, and then she starts like like uh, openly and heavily flirting with Telly Savalas during one of the interviews, and they yeah. like kiss twice on the lips. It's it's the greatest thing ever, and it's wow. like yeah, it's she 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 asked uh, Elliot Gould, "Do you regret not following, Ma- not not joining the Mash TV show?" And he was like, "No," he was like, "But they've all made a fortune there." <laughs> You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Oh, uh, it's it's good stuff. That's pretty. I'll have to check that out. Dang MQ says in NXT UK, Trent Seven, I believe my pick to win the whole thing, faces a kid in the finals of the Heritage Cup. What? Wow! Hey, there you go. You got the you got the tea leaves, Larson Larstradamus. There you go. Coming your way, man. I like it. Yeah. What should this? What should we? Just uh, maybe chat. Give us some ideas. What we can, like, this is a tag team title. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what we could thematically, what we can defend this for by. Yeah, I don't know either. It. Unless we just have that represent another brand. Like, maybe that's, no, that doesn't make any sense. Because we have Big Red for WWE pay-per-views. We have... I mean... Big gold for AEW. Well, we could have NXT its own belt. AEW is the land of tag team action. That's true. We could have this be the AEW title, and then Big Gold be could be NXT. But then AEW is also kind of like a WCW throwback, and that's where Big Gold comes from. Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Gareth says, "Defend the title on your double date." (laughs) <laughs> but it's not I, how would I do that I'd have to roll up the the, the fellow that is going to be there I don't know uh, White Brownie says so EO versus Rhea is next week and Survivor Series is almost is also next week wow we're already to Survivor Series any chance loser really plays someone from either Raw or Smackdown Wait, I don't know man besides Survivor what was the other one Survivor no, Series he one? says uh, EO and Rhea is next week as well Survivor Series any chance the loser of that match will we play someone on either Raw or Smackdown I'd be kind of surprised but you never know yeah they have not even they're not even acknowledging NXT on main. Nope. 
nor main on NXT. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Four Inch Fox says, Hey guys, I see a lot of negativity in regards to Gargano dropping the North American title. What is your take on his? St- he says, My take is that John is a face of NXT and has been in promotion for so long and won everything. Isn't now a good time for him to start putting over new talent? I think this yes. is squarely a story. Well, yeah, but also I think this is squarely a story about Johnny and Damian Priest. John. John and David. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think he's doing terrific work. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. And Damian uh, Priest seems so much more comfortable oh, he totally in, like, does. every aspect. I mean, you've mentioned multiple times about how he looks like he's going a, a half step faster in the ring. Yeah. His his character work is, is across the board really good. He seems much more at ease. Mm-hmm. Like, and you notice they've kind of dropped certain aspects of the Live Forever stuff, you know? That's mm-hmm. not so much the focus anymore. Right. Living in infamy, yada yada yada. He's just yeah. he's just a, a party dude essentially. Night by night, how does each member of Pat McAfee's faction like their eggs cooked? Uh, I'm guessing Pat scrambled. Uh, well, okay, so what's the uh, what's the typical way you, uh, you you do them in England? Isn't it like sunny side up for Pete? I'm saying. Oh, okay. Well, who has poached eggs? I feel like someone's got to have a poached egg. Where are poached eggs most popular? I mean, you can. I don't. I don't know if they're a regional thing per se, but uh, you know, you, you usually poke poach an egg if you're making like eggs Benedict or something like that. Oh, that's a good point. Alex C says Dunn eats eggs raw. No, he doesn't eat eggs at all because he's a vegan. Oh yeah. So he eats, right. if he has any sort of egg products, an egg substitute. So it's like a combination of water and chia seed or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Big Chris, what do you guys think is a ceiling for Timothy Thatcher? I think he could be NXT champion. I do. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think his ceiling probably is North American champion. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be terrific. My, my only... Hesitation with Thatcher is that when he gets to main roster, it's going to go one of two ways. He's either going to be like a better hardcore Holly, or wait, who's the guy that I compared him to before? I guess I compared him to Benoit before, but I don't see him being Benoit. Um, I could see him being a less goofy Drew Gulak. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Or I could see him being eventually placed uh, as the unwitting participant in a comedy gimmick. Yeah. Like in a, in so, a tag team. And so, and so Drew Gulak kind of. <laughs> He's going to be 24-7 champion. Boy, that'd be a mistake. He's oh, so yeah. good. He's so good. Uh, Alex C says, should Damian Priest do the shit stirring more often? He was hilarious last night. Yes, he should. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I thought he was really funny. Definitely should. Definitely should do that. Uh, Gareth asks, short sleeve turtlenecks, yay or nay? Short sleeve turtlenecks? Yeah. I kind of feel like, personally speaking, again, personally speaking, the only time I'd probably wear a turtleneck is if I was doing, if like, if I was like a professional football player and I was playing in like minus 20 temperatures and I needed something to keep my neck warm. Yeah, like on a casual level, I don't find turtlenecks comfortable. Unless so I was parodying it'd be a nay something for me. Unless, unless I was what? making, unless I was making fun of something like parodying, parodying something. 
Yeah. Then no, no. And especially on a short sleeve, like a short sleeve turtleneck. I didn't uh, know those existed. Was someone wearing one last night? I've seen them on women before. Like oh, on yeah, women, yeah, yeah. they look stylish. Oh, I think Pat, I think he didn't have a turtleneck. I think he had a mask that he pulled down. That's yeah, what he had like. like a mask. He just had pulled down uh, around his neck. Uh, Alex Foster, how would you read but Malcolm Bibbins? <sighs> uh, him and Robert Stone brand have competing wrestling brands. I don't know who you'd put him with, though. Anybody. Just put him on TV. Jeez. Yeah, just let him be him because he's funny. Have Regal go on vacation and put Bivens in charge. There you go. There you go. Uh, Calicott. Steve, do you miss being physically beside Larson and Larson vice versa? It's not that I didn't like it. I just, dude, who wouldn't want to be at their home? You know what I mean? Like... I don't think our chemistry is any different that we're no. zooming in. No. Um, I really enjoy being able to to be away from you at the hit of a at the stroke of a button. That's nice. I like I like being by myself. <laughs> I don't like know. Do you miss being next to me? It sounds like you kind of do. Yes and no. If because there's certain things that we could do working in the same space that we just can't do now. Oh, and yeah. They're obviously like, not essential, but you know, we talked about doing commercial for, for stuff and not that we can't do them. It's just a little, you have to be a little more creative in how we approach them as opposed to the, being in the same room and bouncing things off each other. From That's a it. business standpoint, absolutely. Uh, like primarily, I would I would love to get back to doing some We Book Raw for the Patreon. I would love to do that. Like that's a lot of fun. We're gaming next to each other. That's a lot of fun. But like the daily podcast thing, going into an office, plunking down, I'm I I think that we are both much more comfortable. Oh yeah, doing it this way. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, Robert Channel says Pat McAfee has actually done zero for ratings. That is 100 percent true. Yeah, yeah. It's it it does it does nothing. It really does. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Adrian C says, how in the hell does Leon Ruff get a title reign before Kona Reeves? Hashtag respect the finest. Yeah, I wonder whatever happened to Kona Reeves. I mean, I know he's in the crowd most of the time. Yeah, I don't know. Thank you, Folsom Joe, for the bits. Anthony F said, how long has it been now? Yeah, it was like March. It was March. What was March? That we were in the office. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. about mid-March where when, when we realized we were going to be staying home for a while. That was crazy. That I brought up the conversation. No, I do. I I, uh, I really enjoyed like the gaming stuff in person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like I, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to try some NBA in person. I think that'd be fun mm-hmm. uh, and see if if if, you know, I can blame my problems exclusively on the online nature of things. Oh, <laughs> or if, or if just, my dominance, my dominance continues. I'd like and, to know. I'd like to. Yes, know. yes. I think no. I think there are a lot more things we could do. I think yeah. Uh, rejected gamer Sam asks, "How's that download festival NXT? T I sent you holding up, Steve. I've seen you wear that a few times. The uh, what the NXT one from one? the download festival with the dog on it, right? Yeah, I don't know where it is right now. It's oh, I know where it is. My closet is a disaster." An absolute disaster right now. I really need to get it fixed. 
not fixed. I need to do my laundry. Running a sloppy shop over there, aren't you, Steve? I'm running a sloppy <laughs> shop. Yeah, totally. It drives Lacey insane. Uh, Vermillion 47, did you guys see the Undertaker cosplay photo shoots with various WWE wrestlers, Jeff Hardy and Nakamura as Taker look great? Shinsuke looks amazing, and it made me think, man, how great would it be if they if they had... If they put Bray Wyatt in charge of rebranding Shinsuke, you know, oh, like know. rebrand him, but in a really cool way. Uh, older Jeff Hardy looks looked legit in the old school Undertaker gear. Mm-hmm. Legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Brownie here in chat says Steve misses stealing Larson's food. I never <laughs> stole his food. That was one thing we never did. We always respected each other's food. If there's something in there that we may have wanted because we had forgot something running short, we always ask. Yeah. Hey, do you mind if I take this? Always. Yeah. We're we're actually a very boring office couple. There were never any fights, or it was very, always very respectful. Yes. Roommates when we were uh, 19 and 20 years old. No respect. Not so much. But no. now that we're in our 40s, my Id- my idea of respect was just not taking the last little piece. Like I wasn't gonna take the last of it. And if the the little morsel was that large. I did take the last of it. All right. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate you being here. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. I don't want to. You <laughs> know, that still pisses me off. Goodbye, everybody. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.